fantastic. I love people. No way. I want the quietest cold open ever. I don't know about ever. Are we are we okay with the current trend? Because I was I was reading the subreddit. Are we okay with the current trend where they take quotes from other movies, TV shows, whatever, and then they put Harry and Mav in them? Yeah, I, I figured EG would hate it, so that's why I was asking. We got to start off with some kind of controversy. So yeah. I was also getting irritated with it just being a random generator that's doing something kind of similar because you put input uh, stuff from the books. Like, I don't care. That's the height of <laughs> height of laziness. That, you guys, somebody spent possibly several hours on that thing. So, well, that's their time to waste. They don't have to share it with me. Yeah, some of them are funny. Some of them are silly, like the whole Mab and Harry fighting one. It's like, anyway. So, welcome to episode thirty-five, just of you know battlegrounds. So we're actually episode eight now, right? Is that what this is? Nine? Okay. See, because I said eight initially, so that's why I was like, ooh, I was right. But no, I, I, I didn't go far enough. We all thought I was crazy when we started this, but it's worse. Oh, it's no, so no, much worse. No. We're going to end at 10 no matter what anyone says. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what you're going to be talking about after that. <laughs> the rest of us are going to finish the book because it's been years and it's been months just of this one book. So, oh, that's what I'm saying. We shouldn't need to pass the 10th episode unless you want to do a wrap up then again. I dude, we got three yeah. chapters. Let's let's argue about this for the next 15 minutes and that'll help. But do it, yeah. Hi. So we could we could dive right in, but I also have to make the wife happy. So she wanted me to tell everybody how awesome she is because my birthday was this week. And among the shirt that if you're on video, you've seen is the, one of the, the McAnally's ones, uh, you know, uh, corded neutral territory is my body now, apparently. So <laughs> not only is my body a temple, it is also a corded neutral territory, but um, she also got me a, a cameo of Marsters singing me happy birthday as Toot Toot. So yeah, that was adorable. That is out in the universe now. And I will tweet it later, just in case. <laughs> oh, oh no. Yeah. So Have pizza now. <laughs> right. <laughs> you were just born today. He's not going to understand the words. So yeah, it was great. I don't remember this. <laughs> I will say Mastered's in incorporate I don't know how's it like he was toot toot like he, he ad lib toot toot so well right yeah so yeah other than that we don't have any news I think so we get to maximize the amount of time talking about the book so yeah which will be good uh depending on how many tangents we get because we're on the third to last chapter and this is going to take us how many episodes just to get through because these are the big ones Right. But starting with chapter 34, kind of mid-fight of Harry and Marcone versus Ethniu. Right. Marcone well, has revealed his special new friend. Yeah, he's he's spinning off two spells simultaneously, two shields simultaneously, and then it, mm -hmm. it more or less opens up with him doing the uh, what was it? Point-to-point uh, -point translocation. Yes, Highly as, dangerous and theoretical, and Harry got banned from that section just for asking about it. So, which <laughs> like, is probably smart. Yeah, we're just going to preempt that one. So, yeah, that's something else for him to be jealous about. 
yeah, I it's it's a great way of handling it, and then also showing like, yes, Namshiel really is the wizard's wizard, and you know, as far mm-hmm. as we know, like the senior council doesn't do shit like this, so you know, something befitting a, a fallen angel, you know. I'm sure one of them does. I'd like to see it in action when they do it. Has that? We haven't seen it yet. We haven't seen that uh, yeah. senior council do all that much relatively. Mm, yeah, no, pretty much just Ebenezer. Yeah, right. I mean, you get yeah, to see Christos do a couple of things, listens to wind, did his cool stuff, but lightning bolts and shape shifting—that's his jam. Orbital drop grizzlies. Yeah. So. But Ethnew is throwing gigantic rocks at Marcone and trying to blast him with the eye while he's basically playing peekaboo with her. Right. Is is Marcone talking shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and while Marcone is keeping her busy, Harry needs to start working on the whole binding thing, the thing that he's really meant to do with all of his way too powerful toys. The whole reason he needed to survive in the first place. And so he has this the spear of destiny and he pulls out bob and bob starts like is radio map off the air is everything over oh my freaking god <laughs> right you're terrified gonna help me find a titan fuck that oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm yeah. going to utah stuff like this never happens in utah and so. you can speak from experience yes stuff like that happens all the time just nobody's there to present it as evidence to the world <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Harry says, Bob, I need you. And Bob says, damn it. But think of all the girls we'll get after we lock her up. (sighs) (laughs) But Harry says, that's the spirit. And Bob says, "Ah, I see what you did there. Because he can't focus. Because he is worse than a child. Yeah. Okay. But Bob is the circle. And if we survive, he gets a 24-hour pass shore leave. Which is a good enough motivator for Bob when he has to be the barrier between everything and a titan that is very pissed off. Mm. Yeah, probably would have given him a week. I know, yeah, right? I, 24 hours. Because he's done, he's done a 24-hour pass before, right? Um, yes. Yeah, that was for, like, making a potion. Right, yeah, so I that's I, I definitely agree. Bob could have held out for more, so. <laughs> and 24-hour pass immediately after Apocalypse is probably not the time he wants a 24-hour pass. But think of all the bone. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Uh, and we're canceled. No. <laughs> Get into the touchy topic. Yeah. So uh, more thrones, uh, throwing Gross. stones, and Marcone bopping around, <laughs> and she decided to switch tactics and throws a cloud of stones at him because something must hurt. Um, mm-hmm. But then he has a shield because he can doesn't hurt him and the spear of destiny is starting to do that thrumming heartbeat thing and faster and (laughs) now i think is when it comes in with some of the shit talking but marcone is present but it's mostly nam shield doing the talking Uh, ethnew calls him a greasy little snake and nam shield says you haven't changed much either darling (laughs) Right. In a British accent, because all bad guys have a British, British accent. Right. But of course. Ethnew calls him a filthy little thief of power. I will feed you to the eye. 
I don't really want to see what that would be, but I'm also really curious. <laughs> what do you mean by feeding to an eye? Just shove him into her socket. So the eye is also, uh, you know, a Muon trap from Ghostbusters. So you basically just pull the angel right into the eyeball. So it's got two modes, suck and blow, you know, so. Works. Harry's trying to do powerful things with the spear and Ethne's being mad. <sighs> Wizards are important. They're the weird gatekeepers that can do all of the saving. He makes a point to say that. Mm. He's got to pump himself up. Yeah. He's got to overpressurize himself and then be near failing. Mm. But, that um, wouldn't be addressed in the files book if that was... That's true. Okay. Uh, Ethniu says, mortal, do you think you can pit your will against mine? And he says, <laughs> obviously, that's why you're in a circle. Right. It's one of my favorites. Like she's, she's trying to talk smack and it's like, you see my circle around your body? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what we're doing. No kidding. <laughs> Right? Oh, you're right. This is terribly thought out. <laughs> we'll just tell all the gods that you crushed on the way here. Sorry, guys. My bad. I wasn't ready. <laughs> like, I was just joshing. Do over. <laughs> he does the first uh, declaration of the binding, saying, Ethnew, daughter of Baylor, I bind thee. And she screams and thrashes, and suddenly there's a hideous power raking at the circle, and Bob starts screaming because that hurts, and uh, all the wills fighting. And uh, Harry denies her, and Ethnew goes back to her tried and true insult of insect. Mm. Kind of comes down. I wonder down how she thing. feels about you know, everybody else. Like, yeah, she hasn't mentioned, so it's... She hasn't made it clear, mystery. I feel like. I feel like it's not really... We don't really know. I think right. she's just misunderstood, you know? Well, she's certainly misunderstanding the level of insult, right? Like, if I got called a, an insect, I would just laugh. Like, it's just so... Like, I get that's how you see me, but, you know, that doesn't hurt my feelings <laughs> at all. <laughs> but we ripped your eye out, so, you know. <laughs> right, like, you're and about your to arm spend... And your leg. You're about to spend 10,000 years in the, the Hall of Wonders, I mean, so, you know. I'm terrified of too many insects, but they've never ripped my arm or leg or eye out. Yet. True. Yeah, good point. It has yet to happen. Right. So far. Don't give them summer. ideas, please. Summer's coming. <laughs> ants, ants, we've got a turkey. Uh, it's the spiders. I can't, I cannot stand. No. Huh. Um... Okay, Ethne says the advantage of immortality is that one can take time to be thorough. Do you think we did not plan for this? <laughs> um, yeah, kind of. <laughs> otherwise, you wouldn't be stuck in my circle. Right. And yeah. he says uh, the bindings again, but this time she doesn't scream and she thinks at Harry and very imagery and goes to the carpenter house, shows all of her people led by Listen that. Uh, storm the house, kill everyone inside, and all of the bad things that would happen, therefore. Right. Yeah. I got nervous for a second there. Yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was a great scene in the book. I mean, they, they breached the, uh, the safe room, and then, you know, you, you basically get a little bit of listen, you know, okay, it's done, and then the camera view of Harry kind of, like, steps in, and you see, you know, um, 
um, Charity and and the kids all like piled up around Maggie, mm -hmm. uh, you know, all dead. And it's it's very you know Age of Ultron, you know, just like oh no, all the heroes, oh no, they're all dead. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, Ariadne honestly, experience it uh, for, until it's real. That it's like it's just you know, it's something Molly uh, in the ocean Molly made. Uh, I was like. I mean, I, I didn't feel like Harry's reaction was how I thought it was gonna be when he when he's believing it because I just thought, oh boy, did you just piss piss off the wrong guy? Like right. I, I thought he would get like he would get he wouldn't go into shock. Like I feel like he was going down that road. I kind of thought Harry would get you know like angry like we've never seen him before, like he did with Rudolph. And well, and that that certainly could have been an out, but the scene yeah, exactly get, I like think is is great as well, right? Like. You know, I, it, it's entirely possible that if he hadn't had the realization that would have been, you know, that's a, an alternate universe version of the book, right? Where it's like, everything is almost hopeless. And then, you know, Harry's like, well, you know, let's double down and be Harry about this and, you know, just pour all of that hate and pain and anger and everything, which he sort of more or less does anyway. But instead we get like, wait a minute, where's Mouse? Mm-hmm. As he's like trying to figure this out, Ethne was uh, taunting him like, we planned for this, we scouted him out, they've been dead for hours, and this is the world I want to bring you, and shows the classic apocalyptic images of everything and rubble and blood, and she's standing Which is on top really of it. just a live shot of Chicago at this point, you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> I just, Maybe I a few understand. less buildings. I don't understand what her, like, I get the whole you want to bring somebody to despair angle, but at the same time, it's like, well, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm now struck in your circle and you can stop me from doing that. Let me show you more of what I'm going to do. It's like, Let me give you no, more that's counterintuitive. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. She is a noob, though. So yeah. maybe oh, well, this is the I mean, first time yes. she's done this. Let's face it. She's been fucking up all day. So right. I guess that's in character. But the dog was not there. And the dog mm. would absolutely be there. And he would have, uh, even if he died, he'd be there right. with a lot of other dead people too. But he wasn't there. That was the way of Molly showing the hint that this wasn't real because Mouse was really with Maggie elsewhere right. across the street, watching the whole thing. With popcorn? Yeah, probably. Uh, oh, marshmallows. There you go. What are you doing, dude? Some of these sounds, I just don't. What the hell? He's going to the woodshed. So, I mean, you said that to you were driving. It's just like, why is there that sound in a car? I think yeah. he's arrived. So, not quite. Okay. There was that just a beep? You in the supermarket? <laughs> <laughs> well, now he's muted. <laughs> it's probably what he should have done earlier. Anyway, so. All right. Hey, Bubbles, um, you forgot the dog. <laughs> yeah. And when Harry takes the time to explain that it was all an illusion, and what she takes away from it was that, listen, betrayed me. Yeah, sure. Oh. That's the takeaway. <laughs> no, listen, got fooled. Yeah. Honey, you're fighting fairies. At worst, Listen so. did the malicious compliance of he did exactly what he told her to do. We went to the house, he killed the things inside. Right. Whether or not they were the right people is up for her to decide. Right. Yeah. And he says the uh, 
final uh, binding chant of "Et new daughter of Baylor, I bind thee even louder. And then the whole fighting of wills gets even stronger and he feels like his brain is about to squeeze out of his nose. Yeah. I guess we did skip over like one of the one of the scenes that I did like is when he when he's seeing the illusion for the first time and he starts to feel the despair before he kicks it in you you get the the scene of like everything starting to unravel and Bob's coming apart and you know Mark yeah. sitting there helplessly like Dresden fucking pull it together because he can't do anything about it yeah you know and and then you're like wait a minute where's Mouse and everyone's like huh <laughs> like you forgot the dog. Sunny. Bound, bound, bound. Thrice I say it done. Be gone. Yes. And then he calls to Alfred. So. So uh, when struggling against each other, Ethnew is throwing her memories against him Mm -hmm. to be, I don't know, powerful, uh, unbalancing, and he has to try to hold on to something of himself and like there's all the memories of like her doing things of in ancient times including strangling someone to death because that was her favorite pastime probably and he has to hold on to a memory of maggie because at least with all of if nothing else remains he can use that to build on to what he was and what is important which is his loved ones which now he knows are alive don't you just hate that when your loved ones die and then come back to life hundred more I years mean, and we'll find out. I have yet to be in the position, but if it's a loved one, I probably would be, you know, I mean, I'd be on the happy side. I've never been in that monkey's paw situation of someone coming back. Yeah, oh, you guys are lucky. Yeah. She always <laughs> wishes them dead and then they just stay dead, so she always gets what she wants. <laughs> That's dark. <laughs> Oh, right. You know, the Titan strangling people to death for a couple thousand years. And, I thought you, you know, said that. I thought you said that. His about entire family the... murdered and Michael's entire family murdered. I thought, that was cool. that's fiction. And I thought you were saying that's what director Alex wants. Like, that's, that's yeah, that is what he was wants. saying. Yeah, because she to, said to monkey's put, paw. So obviously, if you unravel the monkey's paw, she wanted somebody really dead. So, well, the story well, that I remember person. was like he wanted money and so he wished for money and then he got life insurance payout from his do- son's death. And then he, like, uh, I want my son back. And so the son came back and like, the final wish was hoping that, like, whatever happens, his wife doesn't see what happens. I thought it's been a long time since I've read that. So that's, uh, I probably butchered it. What's your date, you say, huh? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Our puns are getting a little dumb today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're a so little dumb every There's but a tsunami coming. Maybe yes, we should deal with that. Alfred. The tsunami has a name, and the name is Alfred Demon Reach. <laughs> right. And it's uh, Alfred F. Demon Reach. Thank you. What does that my, stand for? My it doesn't island. matter. It's there. Fuck. <laughs> My island has a first name. It's A-L-F-R-E-D. Wait, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Dresden and Marcone talk briefly, right, about trying to deal with it. And then Marcone talks to Namshiel. So, Do you want to cover something else? Go ahead. Harry says to, says to Marcone that Marcone should run because he has to stay. And then Marcone is like, well, of course you fucking do. And then he starts <laughs> talking to Namshiel of how do they survive it? Because Marcone cares, apparently, that Harry survives it, maybe just mm-hmm. to make sure that the binding really does take, I don't know. Right. Or he does actually care about Harry. 
I well, he's also been working with a Valkyrie for a long time, so it's possible he knows what Harry is needed for at this point, which is part of his game. You really think that Marcone would still suffer Harry with all this power and everything if he didn't need him for some reason? But that Valkyrie well, said that Harry should have died in Deadbeat. It was his yes. fate to die in that alley, and Marcone well, spit in the eye of fate. And yeah, that's exactly. where we got a new reality so, right now. Well, I don't think Guard <laughs> would have been the one saying that Harry needs to survive until this point. Well, that but would, there's a new been... reality. You think Guard can't see the future anymore just because the one reality was purported? I don't know that Guard can see the future. She can just see that people are about to die. Someone who can know more things about the future might be her boss. Right. And he might have said that we need all of the important people at this fight that is coming and has a name of Ragnarok. Yeah, I well. think Harry's just perfectly happy. He's perfectly happy to have the useful idiot around. There's that too. Could I mean, be, Harry takes care of pretty much every the... problem he's ever had without him needing to worry about Especially it. now that Vatarong has been reminded by a certain busybody that Harry owes him something. Seriously? Freaking gave the DM ideas? Yeah, I did. Don't do that. So Don't excited. give the DM ideas. It's, I'm going to give him that idea because that seems like such a cool, like, story promise. I have to know what is the thing that Vatarong is going to call in for. Right. It'll be great because it maybe it'll show up in the next book. Maybe he'll write more short stories, you know. So he's gonna turn maybe into a maybe ranger. Harry has to, or yeah, along those lines. I was like, maybe Harry has to give him the day off and he does Santa Claus bit for a day. God, you don't Harry think Harry's life Santa, is gonna like be tough enough? Yeah. yeah. I mean it's sort it of already been done, but it'd be time. hilarious. Right? I was gonna say if he does that, then he's just gonna get Molly to help him and then it's not really a problem. Well, Santa does have elves. So. What would be the worst possible time? That's when he said he's going to call it in. Right. I just assume it was probably going to be something along the lines of when we come to the professional wrestling book, since we're dealing with gods, that that'll be his favor to call him Wait, in for that. He said Hades is the one who gets Harry I know, pulled into that one. But, you know, maybe it's both. It's not been written, so it can change. It's not like he didn't change things about battlegrounds. Yes, but wrestling in Greeks, come <laughs> on. It's, he's probably going to stick in the theme. You, you're telling me that Odin somehow skip-leveled that one? He he didn't have any play in, in the Greek myths? So? Uh, they kind of seem to describe them as like, they are separate. And, I, yeah. Except for the mothers. Yeah, I don't think he was a god in the Greek one. He, he was probably... He, I could see him being a grecian hero of some sort like when he was beowulf but right that would mm -hmm. be the that would be the tops he could be hercules sure <laughs> uh, no i no because <laughs> hercules is a god he is a demigod. i mean he's a demigod but he's a god he does kind of ascend that's uh, part of his story right disney so. lied to me because he turned it away because he wanted to go and be married remember happily ever after yeah, but he still kind of sends, doesn't he? In the he, in the he sends, and then he said, like, but in order to you know go be with all the gods, he'd have to run away from the girl, and therefore gotcha. he decides yeah. again. Like Disney lied to me. That's I mean, fine. it's not. Yeah, it's not like the Disney movie adheres strictly to canon or anything. <laughs> no, so. no, I do not think Danny DeVito was in Greek <laughs> running around after nymphs. <laughs> Well, then really, besides, everybody knows that the Kevin Sorbo show was much better at <laughs> adaptation. No, I don't know it about you guys, was. but that's what I base my mythos on. Yeah. I was going to say, it unironically was better than Disney. It was not obviously. that bad, actually. It was. Mm. I mean, as, as a child, I might agree with you. But no, I so. remember watching that like every day as much as I could when I was like five, and I don't remember much after it now. 
It was. It was. I mean, for I mean, I've tried rewatching it, and the the production quality doesn't hold up very well. But it was. I remember it fondly when I was nineties TV doesn't hold Mm. up. All, all I know is that every time Hades comes on, it, it has to be James Wood as often as possible. Like, you know, when he's talking to Harry, it's James Woods and just, you know, so I get no. it. I get the picture. <laughs> so it's great. Anyway, okay, okay back you have to any this gopher thing. wood? Yeah. No, we don't have any gopher wood. What? I don't even know if it exists. What the hell is gopher wood? <laughs> yeah. It was used to build Noah's Ark. I had to go look it up too because I was like, it sounds familiar. It's the wood that they used to build Noah's Ark. Fucking man shields making a Bible joke. <laughs> well, what's the what's the next line he says? It's like, well, I don't have to build an ark or something like that. Uh, I'm not even sure it exists anymore. And then he starts making concrete. Yeah, he makes the concrete tea kettle or whatever. Teapot. Teacup. Teacup. There you go. Um, why a teacup? Because it's short and stout. I don't know. No, that's a teapot. I know. I'm just. I had to say it because he <laughs> because he's a fake wizard. He's a total amateur. Sad. Yeah. I'm a little It's because see, Harry even tells us it's, it's because you suck and you're an amateur and you suck. I mean, it's right there in black and white. So yeah. Okay. Uh, so there's a, a bubbling mass of concrete and then it kind of takes the shape of something Harry doesn't see until the water hits them and then he's just in it trying to get out and uh, you get a, a moment of Alfred being super scary as a tsunami taking Ethnew away and like this is the thing he is meant to do the thing he has been training for for thousands of years this is him doing his purpose and so Scary eyes in a tsunami. Mm. And uh, after they survive and all the water's going away and they, they stand up and like, Harry's looking at the teacup. It's about uh, upended and about 12 feet across. It's just, why a teacup? Is it because he's British? <laughs> Give him a hand, he's British. But Marcone explains, there's no reason a concrete vessel couldn't have handled that wave, structurally speaking, and must have made it too hop heavy, uh, top heavy, so it, it rolled on us. And that's because you suck, and you're an amateur who sucks. I don't see you doing anything about it. Yes, because Harry was holding a freaking Titan. He needed to hold her in place. Well, if he was good, he could have done that. <laughs> yeah. uh, Marcone So you just almost killed us both as an unintended side effect of your binding, and you call me an amateur. You almost drowned us, fake wizard. <laughs> I just broke down the molecular structure of concrete and then chemically reformed it inside a mold of pure will, saving both our lives from that wave in the process. Scary amount of uh, control that he has, but still fake and sad. Right. Yeah. It didn't have to work for it. Stupid cheating angels. <laughs> we don't know he didn't have to work for some of it. We don't get right. to see it. I mean, you got to live with that fallen angel in your head. That's work. I I want to see the training montage of Arcone and and Namshiel, like chopping wood or whatever the wizards do to learn magic, getting stones thrown at him like Harry had to do, and so, being told to go fetch go for he, wood. He probably yeah right. <laughs> Headlight fluid, elbow grease, go for wood. Don't come back without him. So yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but they they are alive and so they are not laughing together they're just exhausted and making weird sounds and their bodies are twitching in time with each other but they're not laughing oh no that would be unseemly mm-hmm. all right chapter 35 we made it okay uh marcone says that they should move because all of the uh, Fomor are now going to try to start running to the water, and Harry and Marcone are right there. They're going to be in the, the way water. of the stampede. Yeah, they're in the path. Harry suggests, uh, how about you fight them all with your new buddy? Look real good in front of everyone. <laughs> no. But the uh, eyeball starts like bobbing up in the water, and it's, it's there, about equidistant between each other, of them and each other. And it's just kind of throbbing with power and they know how powerful it is and both of them are afraid that the other one's going to start moving for it and they're looking at it sizing up each other again it's like uh must have been about six inches nearer to harry and marcon's like looking at the spear and what can harry do with the spear of mm -hmm. destiny and why did the grown-ups let him play with it That's what? all valid questions, to be fair. Oh, yeah. And what do we say to Harry Dresden? Not today. Except, yeah. okay, take it. Yeah. yeah. Why? No, because what we really say to Harry Dresden is, here's more responsibility for you. <laughs> here's your burden. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like, you know, Harry's not, he's not got enough on his plate. <laughs> I, I definitely so. got that impression in peace talks, you know, just he didn't have enough random bullshit thrown in with, you know, conjuritis and, you know, the, the, the uh, pending We can't favors believe that was just and, for the pun. You know, yeah, right. I can. <laughs> well, it's a good thing he gets more heaped onto him in the last chapter, too, because he right. doesn't have enough to do. Well, he just put, you know, a big one away, so now he needs yeah, more right. things to do. Well, he got a reward. I don't see what the issue is. He got two, actually, he got three rewards overall. He now, got clever yeah. and he, he made his own reward. But Marcone well, gives him the this. eye and says, uh, because Marcone says of himself, because I'm beginning to learn what it means to think in the long term and time favors me. You and I will face one another eventually, but for now, I think it's best for you to take the eye for safekeeping, wizard. And Harry asks if he's just yielding it to the White Council. He says, Do I look like a moron? Certainly not. <laughs> but the Wizard of Chicago is what he's yielding it to. This was, mm -hmm. after all, your kill. By the terms of the Accords, you deserve first claim. And he and didn't get kicked out yet, right? Here, Not that's, quite yet. That's right. coming. Yeah, But yeah. it's inevitable, and Marcom knows it. Um, well, even if he doesn't, he knows Harry. Stupid-ass fucking White Council. Stupid-ass yeah. Ramirez. At worst, his loyalties would be torn between Winter and the Council, and at best, he's just going to say fuck them all and keep it for himself, which is... But Marcone calling him the Wizard of Chicago, it's like, this is right. your. This is what you care about. This is the mm -hmm. title that you want, and the title I'm giving it to is the person who's going to care about Chicago. It's it's a good catch, you know, because I didn't, I didn't realize it was referenced before, you know, mm -hmm. Shit, Basically, Marcone's idea. You know, eh, but yeah, Marcone realizes well, he's gonna, it. Certainly, he's going to take credit for it just to piss Harry off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. And Harry says, "But we did this together, so you kind of get claimed too." Marcone just says, "Prove it, hero." 
right? Good and then me. he twitches two fingers and vanishes behind a veil, a veil better than Harry could ever do. Because fuck you, that's why. Because oh, Harry's good bad at veils. Yeah, and Marcone is scary good at things now. Right? Oh, he always yeah. was. Now you got to check. He, he cheated. Bed. He cheated. He's a. He didn't work for it. He just yeah. got a coin after being. Oh, you're mad at Marcone not working for things, but you adore other you people who don't work for things. They worked for it. What? Yeah, really? For a yeah. bit. Nice training. The sword just evens the odds. It's all yeah. skill. It's it's still the sword fighter in the fight. So. Well, yep. this, is, this is an argument for another day. <laughs> yeah. So, then then the army arrives. Yeah. Harry puts the eye into a pocket of his duster and then just kind of watches the Fomor fleeing very loudly. And he's tired and exhausted right. and there's shit that's broken. This is where the military comes yeah, in. Yeah. The... Yeah. The, the choppers showed up yeah. and they yeah. at least a few of them get to see some of the fomar and probably wonder what the fuck is that the hell i don't know blow it up american way yeah. <laughs> right it's like the mist oh we're here now america world police their theme song starts in the background fuck yeah so, very fitting yeah yeah and we get to see the people who make it through even though maybe more of them should have died if i've been like yeah. uh, all of the alphas survive. Yep. But I think at least one of them should have been a casualty. Yep. At least They're one. They're smarter now. Specifically, one of Will or Georgia. Kind of. You guys are evil. They've well, got just... kids now. Plot armor. Really. <laughs> Susan had a kid. Yeah, yeah well, she was necessary. Yeah, she was definitely necessary. Fuck her. They just seem a little bit too protected when all, like, even just from the random shit that happened. It could have been a building falling on top of them, not like a Fomor person stabbing them. I don't know. That would have been hilarious. Okay. There are EMTs on site, and we get to see Lamar uh, treating Ramirez, pressing a bottle of water into his hands, and other people trying to put Ebenezer on a stretcher. And then he's (laughs) irritated and trying to. Swat away the oxygen mask. Dude's probably laying there with a broken back, and he's like, "I'll walk it off." <laughs> right. so, like fucking Ebenezer. I've got a staff. Yeah, right. <laughs> Help me loop this in my belt. I'll walk it off. Uh, and Sonya is happy because optimistic, and there you see. Next time, we know better. Make better plan. Next time. <laughs> Well, Butters, there's going to be a next time. There was, there will be a next time. Butters has two wolves laying on either side of him. I wonder which ones. Uh huh. And uh, his his jaw and his back are hurt, but he's apparently able to move. It would just hurt like fuck, and he's kind of able to talk. So everything's fine. Yes. Thank God. Sonia says it's fine. If really bad, you feel nothing at all. It's good. All this pain. Right. Very positive people. Yes. It's <laughs> a man after yeah. my own heart. Ivy's there taking care of triage, you know. Lara's I'm... people doing things. Yeah. 
Yeah, so Lara's hirelings are doing things, but the vampires are standing off a little bit to the side because if they tried to help, they'd probably just start eating people. And right. Lara's smart enough to do that. So their version of help is a little different. Yeah, <laughs> right. Their version help of themselves. help is help themselves. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm helping. <laughs> yeah, you didn't say help who. Right. Um, but Riley is leading the charge of helping and the archive and yeah uh, the archive is probably a good person to have in charge of a triage situation because she has all of the information she can probably very quickly diagnose what needs to be done how are you so smart do you have a medical degree yes which one all of them <laughs> exactly harry goes up to molly and asks where'd you hide them you know our family it's right across the street so they could watch the whole thing just like in fellowship because if she can make a reference she's going to right they're going to go back all the <laughs> charity's like my pillows ah! <laughs> <laughs> she says they're calling you the eye killer rumors are spreading about how you defeated the titan and he just kind of dismisses it says i was batting cleanup because she'd already had a few sparring partners and then he decides to be depressed and guilty of look what we've brought upon them <laughs> his grander point of view is is right this was a supernatural fight that spilled over into the vanilla world so the supernatural should do things as he yells about in the next chapter so i'll just leave it there but we have to help them and we owe them and you know i'm right guilty is a two-way street now winter will respond in kind after going above and his going above and beyond his duty to winter and he pushes against basically the rules of how the mantle works, makes it real to her Winter's Lady mantle, and she agrees. And uh, Molly says, already you have bound a Titan and now a queen. Sometimes I'm very proud to be your friend, Harry, and sometimes you frighten me. And is it Molly who's saying that she's frightened or is it the Winter Lady saying she's frightened or both? It's the one good. that knows he's the protagonist. <laughs> so probably the queen. Mm. Mab and Titania are speaking to each other for the first mm. time in about a thousand years. I'm also very happy because everybody who said Titania was worthless and she wasn't going to do anything in these coming books. And I was like, no, she's going to be good. Yeah. She had it up. <laughs> right? She has a purpose. <laughs> Yeah, uh, honestly, I, I loved her little bit of dialogue, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mab says that the rain was a kind touch. There were a number of fires that it checked. Mab is complimenting her sister that they haven't spoken to in millennia on being kind. Well, yeah. and you haven't spoken in a thousand years. What do you talk about? The weather. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. great. I mean, they are incarnations of weather sometimes, so it's the, more relevant to them, but complimenting on kindness stands out for Mab, who's usually complimenting on cleverness and ruthlessness. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Well, <sighs> she's complimenting what her sister will appreciate. Right, that's the way I take it. Yeah. yeah, and Titania speaks in kind of saying, you understand what has happened and what it means. When Mab says, I expect you to do your duty, she just says, when have I not? 
because duty is what matters to Mab. Right. They're, they're speaking on the same level. Mm. And, and yet still sort of past each other, right? So they they're speaking to each other's purposes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I think that's where part of the disconnect is, is that Mab is always about the duty and the whatever, and Titania is summer court, so she lives a little, you know. So maybe she's got the luxury of it since she's not defending the gates. She does have like she does have the luxury of it. She does need to keep a her duty is to keep a certain amount of power in order to be the check against Mab. Right. Right. If the two of them ever have to fight, she's the one that's going to feel it because she's the one who doesn't have her emotions checked by, you know, logic and calculus. Right. So even though we know Mab feels feelings, the advantage goes to her mm-hmm. as far as purpose, whereas Titania gets to, you know, essentially be the bleeding heart of the two. Yeah. Hmm. So no, it, it would always... Which is probably why they don't talk in the first place, because it, you know, probably hurts. Titania's got to keep as much of a distance as possible to the person that she may have to kill one day, and that's her sister. So, that's fair. Okay. And then Titania leaves, and Mab starts talking to Harry. What uh, do you do? Yeah, the man who is bound to Titan. What will you do with her? I wonder. Uh, Harry just says, "I'm going to leave her buried and bury her deeper if I can." It seems like a good idea to me. It it is. Just make a new she, tunnel. <laughs> that missing thirteenth tunnel. Yeah, right. <laughs> tunnel the one number just fourteen coming up. The, the right. Titan Tunnel. Yeah. Um, um, Mav explains more though, because like, yes, you can leave her buried, but it is bound to you. Your will can compel her now. The power of a Titan at your beck and call. You know, when outsiders might be a thing that you need to fight, and you need something that hits really, really, really hard. Remember that sort of kind of throwaway line from Ebenezer, I want to say, or maybe it was Rashid that was like, have you tried to tap into the power of the well yet? Don't. That was Rashid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, like Rashid. yeah. So now, now Harry knows that he can and, you know, that they all theoretically would be bound to him now, right? Since he's the warden. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I mean, assume I guess... so, but I guess you could make the argument that since he did this one personally, that it's a little... Right. But he can let them all out. So I, I would have to imagine there he has to be to... some component where it's like, well, you can let them out because they're bound to you as the warden and theoretically right. you're the fail safe. Yeah. I kind of thought imagine. he would like draw power draw power from them by drawing from the well. He can probably Not do so that too, but that seems like out. the kind of thing that you would have to be like on the island for specifically. Potentially, yeah. I mean, they're ley lines, right? So, however, they tap into ley lines in general. But the the thing that is tickling me right now is like, wait for the next apocalypse, right? When he brings a strike team of Nikloshi with him, mm-hmm. and be like, oh, you remember those six badasses? Yeah, they're they're my hit squad now. They're the so, least, <laughs> right? They're they're what I felt comfortable letting out. <laughs> so, they're out for good I, behavior. I'm going to use my pinky and one percent of my power to crush you. So. Yeah. Well, when the final battle at the gates comes and Harry has to unleash all of them and he takes the eye <clears throat> and the black staff and hands them to Mother Winter and he's like, all right, go nuts. All right, indulge yourself. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, and Harry admits that everything that Mab is saying, this is possible. It's just massively, massively unwise. 
Right. Yeah. My will causes enough trouble until I get the sense to use it wisely. Why don't we just let sleeping gods lie? It's just one of the wisest things he's ever said. And then he's uh, kind of stumbling to his feet and Map says, uh, be easy, you show weakness. The National Guard is going to be there soon and I don't want to leave Murphy here for them. But Map physically puts a hand on him and stops him from moving. Like The honored dead will be cared for. You have my word on that. But it's bad amongst people who take her. So, I mean, she will be cared for probably, but it's an interesting thing for Mab to put that on her word as well. Well, either she's either she plans to do it and then he just does it first and has already done it, or he, she's you know letting him know it's already done. Don't worry about it. I think it's more important coming from Mab because he knows she can't lie and she's bound by her word. That even even Vaterung isn't necessarily, and as much as he might trust him, I don't think Harry would have taken it as well if Mav had said, "Don't worry about it. Vaterung's already taken care of her." Versus, she will be taken care of, and yeah. you have my word I mean, on it. So. I think, I think in when they talk next to Vaterung, um, he does say something like, "If you don't treat her as well as I would, then I'm coming for you." Right. Oh, he tells that to guard to give him as a message. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's coming up soon. Um, yeah. Okay, but now there's another thing that they have to deal with, and which is Lara Wraith. And uh, behind Lara, in a circle of empty space, maybe 10 feet across, is Justine and Goodman Gray. The man looked like 30 miles of, of bad road. His clothes are in rags, and he's covered in bruises that had gone to school and graduated as contusions. <laughs> One of his eyes was completely shot with red, his nose was broken, and he was snarling at anyone who stepped too close, and he was missing some teeth but no one is getting within arm's length of Justine. <laughs> Dresden, deed done, contract over, here, delivered, one female, cute, no damage. <laughs> I gotta say it in the accent. Pay me uh, my money. I'm not good with accents, I'm not even gonna try. We hadn't noticed. Uh, he gave Justine what could have been a push, but wasn't, and then she goes up to Harry and is all the, like dismayed of, because she's still the normal Justine we know and care about at the moment. Oh, oh, I'm such a damsel. Yeah, it's like, what has happened to you? Uh, Spoilers. (laughs) And then Laura upset, explain this Dresden, this lunatic, but half a dozen of the security team I had watching her in the hospital. (laughs) uh, Okay, Gray, I didn't hire you for that. It's like, you hired me to make sure she was all right. And when the lights went out and a bunch of goons went rushing into her apartment, it, to get her to safety, Laura says, yeah, but I didn't know that. They're just goons trying to take the girl. <laughs> just be glad you still got them. I didn't have to settle for broken bones. Yeah. Laura the says, state he's in, it sounds like he intentionally took a beating yes. instead of... Yes, he did what Harry would have wanted him to do to his own disadvantage. The things I do to pay the rent. Yes. For people who don't deserve it. Right. Yeah. For the bad guy the baddest of bad guys right now right um, uh, well, let's face it the last thing you need is good and gray to become effective so uh, uh laura demands this creature is your hireling and harry says i, I mean barely, barely? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he hands over the envelope with the one dollar one dollar right. and uh <laughs> 
Freeman Gray is muttering very darkly, running all over the damn city, fighting every damn thing that pops up, all for a pretty face, and then he just kind of limps away. This is the most unbelievable part of the whole book, is that that envelope and that dollar survived unscathed. <laughs> sure. It was, it was crumpled. It was kind of like, but the fact it stayed in the pocket is kind of impressive. Uh, Obviously, some magic duster. Big pockets. He's got the dollar bill in one, and the eye of Valor in the other, and he's just walking around well, like this, like I nobody noticed. I'm not the eye of Valor. Like, and, what's and in the, my pockets? He's the, <laughs> the pockets that are kind of lower must be large enough for him to have, like, say, put mouse as a puppy in it. So I guess right. puppy mouse eyeball same size. Can have a pretty big sure. gun in there without it being really being noticed too. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean the jacket itself makes him look like a serial killer, but it's fine otherwise. Right. <laughs> Laura and Harry start fighting of like, how dare you interfere with my protection? Yeah, but I was doing it because Tom had asked me and he's yeah. mine too. Like what is what was I supposed to do? And then she just goes, Communicate. communicate. Yeah. I it's one of my favorite lines in the whole book, honestly. Because yes. she's just like, communicate. You yeah, know, just the delivery from Marsters is so good. <laughs> uh, this whole bit of it like Goodman Gray and Lara being snarky because Thomas learned to snark from Lara and it's like this this was one of the happiest parts of the whole book. I really I will say I genuinely like this new Lara and I'm interested in where it's going, but she feels so different in this book. It does. Like I, I like it too, but I miss when she was the scary guy from White Knight. Like Still, scary, yeah, scary. I- I'm I'm definitely on team. She knew what she was doing from the get go, and I feel like we're seeing genuine Laura instead of one of her masks. Right? I think mm-hmm. that's one of the differences. It's like the fact that she seems so much more vulnerable around Dresden and all of this other stuff is because, like, she knows the game's still being played, which is why she reacts certain ways that she does. You know, like earlier on the island and everything like that, but. I think she really has, you know, she's really trying not to play that with Dresden right now. And I think well, because she wants this to work out. So there's also the angle of this is probably the least white court official heavy book she's been in. Everything else from Blood Rights to White Knight to um, Turncoat, I mean, it's all official business, official channels this that and the other thing mm, and you only get the underlying they're alone but she could have she was upset so i guess she was just being angry could be an you're gonna have to specify because she's threatened Harry uh when Jerry they're Potter. after they get like shut out of the deeps and they're up in the house it's just them yeah the scary but she's moment. like i'll kill you she's being super scary and i'll kill you with kindness oh yeah sure but at that point i mean you know post battle whatever point is in general, you see her, and then you only see the underline when they're talking about family and this, that, and the other thing, and then you get the little hints. And then in moments like that, where it's like, well, no, she's still a monster. And then this, this is the really the only time where it's been like, essentially, Lara Sands' obligation. Well, is, he this is mostly all personal. We get to see her fighting against her obligations because her obligation says that she needs to disown Thomas and she's not willing to do that. Mm-hmm. We get like it's Harry fighting the mantle, Lars fighting her mantle. It's all the fighting against your own obligations is with a better kind of character conflict. So it, that is fun. But I like her when she's scary and she hasn't been scary because she's been chummy. And I've been enjoying chummy, but it's just I miss the scary too. 
I mean, and then it's just the question is if whether or not it's Jin, is, is this is this her letting is the reason why she's different is it's because she's being vulnerable and she's letting Harry see who she really is. Uh, or because then I mean that that's 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 honest and and maybe she's doing that because she has made this deal and she knows where where it's going. But then it's honest but manipulating, and then she pretends to be surprised if she knows when the reveal comes, which is then also manipulating still. I mean, there's no better way to manipulate someone than with the truth. So. I'm I'm pro. This is more or less her, and she knows how to use it to her advantage. Also, that sure. seems like the yeah, kind of. I just I mean that's and that's that's fair, and I think that I think that's within her character. Mm-hmm. I just it, I'm a little sad about it because if, if uh, it would be cool if she's like was actually she is genuine, but she's not being genuine, genuine. If you know what I mean, she's not. She can't. She's still manipulating. Right? Like, some of it she can't turn off because leopard spots, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Well, think about it this way. By the time she finally comes around to being 100% genuine and changing, kind of like Lash, that's how you know she's on the chopping block. Oh, yeah. So the, the more she's still playing the game, at least somewhat, the longer she gets to stick around. Right. It's As soon as she brings Harry breakfast in bed, she's out. So it's chapter oh, yeah. 22. The, watch out. No, no. The, <laughs> the, book, the book where they finally accepted each other and like they've right. had sex and they wake up in the morning and everything's kind of she's about to die. Or something. She's done. She's yep. dead by the end of that book. <laughs> What's that long tube you've got there? Oh, nothing. So why it's again. Harry Dresden protagonist. Well, I was I was thinking rocket launcher again. So, but you know, what if she gets the sword of love and then Okay, so we are we going to finish this chapter? We're so close. Wait, wait, wait! Yeah, no, no, finish close. your finish your thought there. I'm just saying, what if she gets the sword of love that cures her thing, and then she stabs Thomas with the sword of faith, and then no, I'm I'm trolling you, ass. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I wonder I mean, <laughs> what if she actually does like a self sacrifice of herself to save Thomas, like all of her life energy to put him back to healthy. She's almost done that like twice now, right? So, almost, yes, but not completed. Yeah. Like if if she did, like the like Susan for Maggie type thing, if she did to right. save Thomas, I don't know. I'll, I'll believe can't it. Can she just I go? Can she just give him a lot? Go eat more. Give him a lot. Go eat more. That would be the smart Tom. thing to do, but it's probably not going to be available due to I don't know apocalypse <laughs> is happening. Thomas has the habit of unfortunately very bad things happen to him, and then he's more or less okay by the next book. So. Uh, what I'm, makes you think I'll, he's going to be okay this time in the words of Jim Butcher? So, yeah, like, yeah. Assume that. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm happy to assume it. Harry, he's going to be out for a few books, I think. Like with this Which is also freeze. fine. I'd be, you know what? Not I like fine, Thomas, but I'm, I no, I like Thomas, but I got no problem if he's like out for a book or three. It's not this is I don't the, need to see I the same this, people every time. Yeah, if I Lara think, replaces with the snarkiness, okay, because their banter is great. Well, he's going to have to. He's got to marry her. So they're going to be seeing a lot of each other. As long as she stays snarky. <laughs> well, let's face it. They got to do public events together. That's going to be like all official and shit. They're gonna, if she continues to yell at him about the lack of communication. Right. Well, I mean, that's what married couples do, right? Can we get Amber in here Pretty to much. verify? Which part? Uh, I, I yeah. am a certified smartass, so that's definitely a thing. But... 
the 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 lack of communication that's what couples do what that dg said oh is she she's the uncommunicator in our in our situation like i probably over communicate and it's frequently my complaint like that's i think that's part of why laura's communicate is like my favorite line in the book because there have been so many times with amber where it's like when we have our little tiffs and whatever it's just like oh well you're doing this thing and that grates on my nerves for whatever reason and then I've started delivering that line to her before she'd even finished the book. So yeah, I, I can attest to all of that. I'm Was it more honest. or less well received from when she finished that part of the book? Cause I'm thinking before and after. I don't think it had the same impact on her as it did on me. So, you know, mm. I, she just takes it as a general, my frustration and her lack of communication at times, but uh, you know, she, when she was so far behind me reading the book that, you know, it, like we mostly hit a couple of the mile point, points and then, you know, she would get stuck in certain chapters, real life would happen. And a couple of weeks later, she'd come back and then, okay, I finished the book. Cause you know, once you hit the, once you hit the main event, the climax, mm-hmm. you've got to just go. So. Yeah. Once yeah, once you get to runs a certain with point, the, so. the eye towards the lake, you really just need full thing through. Honestly, she might have even done like, you know, I think one night she did chapter 22 and then like the next night she finished it or something. Mm. She's she's a decently fast reader as well. Like she's one of the fastest readers I know. Um, so that it's not too crazy, but I think she was up until like two in the morning, at least one of those nights and just was like, okay, well, we're sprinting now. So, but. Okay. Continuing on with Lara and Mab, because, uh, Harry tries to defend himself for this lack of communication by like apocalypse. I've been busy, and mm-hmm. Laird's like, "Oh, Mab says I did warn you. He is independently minded. Did he repay you as I ordered?" <laughs> and Laura says, "I mean, barely." <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Uh, time flies. Mortal armsmen approach, but Lara has another request. Uh, Let's see, what you did tonight, Dresden, what you took from me on that island, that should be balanced. And Harry agrees, and Justine wants to see him. So would Harry please take Justine to the island to see Thomas? And Justine, the damsel, is very scared, and no one will talk to her, and she's been crying, and she's all pretty and delicate. And no, he is not dead or anything, but it is complicated, and we shouldn't talk about it in the open. Um, Lara says that she's trying to repay a debt to Justine for how much she has given to the house and Lara's going to take care of her people. And so that is another request. And uh, Harry agrees, but then he looks to Mabs. I'm not walking to the boat. And she, Mab says, it is a unicorn, not a ride sharing service. Yeah. Kids your own lift. Well, unicorn uber i mean tomato, tomato. the unicorn is uber yeah the better version so lift uber black uber scary <laughs> okay okay move on <laughs> okay uh they're on the water beetle and harry is trying not to pass out too much and trying to explain something suggesting if he's alive he's safe for now He's in cold storage until we can figure out what to do with him. In theory, you can speak to him, 
but he might be recovering for a while, so he might not be able to listen either. But she could be near him, technically. Um, Justine asks, do you know why, why he tried to kill Etri and Harry says no. And she wonders if she was being used against him. Someone used him and the not showing baby yet against Thomas to force him. But I don't know. And then Harry decides to sleep for all of 20 minutes. So all you need is a winter night. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But when you're that tired, you don't really sleep. You kind of just like more like a coma. And he starts thinking, thinking about relevant conversations. And the Harris, uh, Harry starts using his detective brain. Yeah. Okay. And he puts together annoyingly that the hint was it was Justine, not that. Justine was the one he was scared about. Yes, that's true too, but okay. On towards the island, and Justine's still acting like Justine. It's like, you're sure the baby will be all right? It's like, yeah, you'll be fine because you're gonna be a guest. Because that was the whole play. It was you were gonna be a guest to, to get to the island and then break it from the outside in. To be fair, I'm pretty didn't we ask Jim, and I'm pretty sure he didn't remember since she was on the island? Right. Correct. <laughs> yeah. But she didn't and get to see the... Mac, which now is going to fuck that up because you had to remind him. <laughs> oh, no. I think his out would be that she would get to go down into the tunnels to see him and see everything else that is there and then start like attacking the defenses directly instead of from the outside or from the magic circle that he had to be in mud. Mm-hmm. Basically, she gets invited, like escorted past all the security. Yes. And Alfred was really busy at the time in cold days, so he wasn't really paying attention to outsiders, and he can't really tell which one's an outsider unless they're being out in the open like Sharkface. Well, and depending on how Nemesis works, I mean, Maeve was kind of a big beacon right then. That's true, yeah. Could have been using up a lot of that thing's attention. There are ways. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. See, there's just too many threads being pulled. The attack on the Outer Gates especially, and then the Titan. What a big, loud distraction she was. Every single living member of my family, personally, mine, Harry Dresden, was placed in danger. All of them, to make sure I had the maximum amount of personal worry to distract me. But something about Justine just wasn't quite right earlier in the apartment. So how long ago did you possess the girl? And she looks and... Uh, very normal, but I think the problem is you just don't sound all that bright, wizard. Perhaps it's skewing my expectations. That's what money, so many of them say. It's like, you look and sound really dumb. How did you, you put you, this shit you together? You look and you act dumb and you do stupid shit, but you're still pretty smart. You just do it like you have to... It's probably because they don't understand his moral code. That's them. He probably often do does like really stupid shit that makes no sense to them. I think it's because he gets lucky. I think that's his superpower. (laughs) Protagonist. Right. And sometimes he is pretty obtuse about things that it's like, of course Molly's carrying a giant torch for you. What are you talking about? Yes, she's in love with you. So he's, no, 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 we we dealt with that. You dealt with that. Difference. Okay. Harry demands to be told the person's name. That's just Harry being a guy. 
Guys are pointing it out to Harry too. There's one's like a super sexy guys are vampire. Oblivious. Harry's oblivious. Let's go. We can do this. I got five minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Harry demands the name, and Justine just says, "You know who I am." Uh, humor me, and tries to use whatever will he has left of "Tell me your name," uh, and it will do you no good once uh, I have caved in your skull. Nemesis, I am called. I mean, bingo number one. Although he keeps pushing because it's more important. Uh, it's like, I don't care what they call you. They're just saying, done, tell me your name. And Oof. she says, I am the doubt that wards away sleep. I am the flaw that corrupts the infected wound, the false fork in the trail. I am the gnar, the worm in the book, the maggot that burrows in the mind's eye. I am he who walks beside. I am cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> A walker had been in Justine since whenever she got close to Lara, which is probably like right after Blood Rites and Thomas nearly killed her. Right. Yeah. Sometime yeah, yeah sometime after she was working for Laura, right? Is mm -hmm. what we got. So um, So between that and White Knight seems like the biggest general time frame yeah. of Yeah. Whenever she started functioning again. Right, oh, and not loopy and crazy. Like, like she right. wasn't because White Knight is where she was at zero, right? So that's where I was like, wait, she's walking again. Like, what that the was hell? Turncoat. Yeah, that was turn. No, was but it? at White Knight, she was at the party, and yeah. she that and Harry yeah, commented on how much better she was looking. She was yeah. in the kimono, I think. She was in the white kimono along with all the things during the deeps and everyone. And uh, Harry, uh, Harry had right. lashes. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. But she just said medication, and then she's all better. Right. Mm. All right. Uh, Harry accuses her of uh, conceiving the child uh, intentionally. He's like, Obviously, it's a ridiculous <laughs> instinct to protect your children. But once he understood that his mate and his offspring would die if he did not follow my instructions, well, uh, she sent him at Etri at the Spartelves. Um, and Harry asked, like, was it to shatter the accords? And Nemesis says, Apocalypse isn't an event, it is a frame of mind, which is exactly what Nicodemus said back in Death Masks, right? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, wonder why. It was less of a plan than an act of faith, I suppose you would say. But, uh, a faith in what is coming, the unraveling of all things into darkness and silence. Harry says, Empty Night, and Empty Night, the creature agrees. So he pressed attacks on the outer gates, sowed havocs within the walls of reality, loosed some of the primal forces of your own precious creation against you, under my Mab, her people, the accord, delusion of order to force you force upon the universe with your useless presence. You may have survived the day, but the deed is done. We are the tide, infinite, unrelenting, and one day, starborn, make no mistake, we will wipe away all that you know. All we need is a single opening. Must suck to get whipped by some stupid punk from Chicago, because it looks to me like I beat you. There was never a victory for you to gain. The mortals have been given terror. They have not known in centuries. There is nothing more that needs to be done. They are your death stroke. I need only to wait. Funny you should mention waiting. Uh, you know how you don't want to arrive on Demon Reach alone, Walker? Because you don't <laughs> want to show up without Harry and Harry jumps off the damn boat. Right, he's like, bye! He throws himself <laughs> off the back. Yeah, like, and, <laughs> and she actually like panics a little bit and tries to stop him from falling. Um, and 
Yeah, then Alfred arrives to save him from drowning and the boat kind of breaks up a little bit, but she makes it to shore eventually. So yeah. That's the end of chapter 35. We made it. We made it. Yay. Yeah. One, one of the things I included in my notes here, because I remember it in the speculation leading up to this book, is that we hadn't seen Nemesis take a mortal yet. So now we've got confirmation on that. You know, right, that, and now we confirmed that Victor Sells and Denton and all of them would have been direct and not just machinations. I mean, potentially. The, there's still plenty of wiggle room for them being influenced and manipulated through vices, but it also well, put it does, this way, it's, it it's confirmed that it could have been, as opposed right. to... It, it doesn't rule it out, for sure. Yeah. Whereas before, we couldn't say definitively. Now it's like, okay. Right. Yeah. So... Although it seems like the hands-on type, so I would probably tend to favor that it was now direct now that we know this yeah with with denton himself i'm still less convinced because denton definitely seemed to be i mean he was crazy but he was operating under his own faculties and when he soul gazed dresden he freaked out and i really don't see nemesis freaking out about that yeah, it uh, seemed to me so. like cells or denton i mean we the calls it the the corner hounds freaked out when they got to see like kind of his true whatever so i thought the kraken freaked out i don't remember yes they did hounds. that one did too hound, but the corner yes. the corner hounds definitely did yeah got scared they, of when, him basically yeah yeah and that's fair. Like... but i mean i'm just saying contrasting the two conversations unless nemesis has been doing a lot of homework nemesis talking to harry here versus nemesis air quotes denton talking to him in in full moon you can see the contrast right and here nemesis is like shit caught me with my hand in the cookie jar but it doesn't matter because i ate nine of the ten anyway whereas denton's like no i won't let you take me you know like it, yeah. there's mm-hmm. it's opposite spectrum in the calmness scale so cells and denton seemed much more human like altered they, as they were, they were poisoned as they were mad you know, like yeah. the classical mad wizard tropes and stuff like yeah. that. So. But like, like being I think we'll get that expanded. I, th- I think yeah, that we'll get expanded on that with f- that these people acting against their nature, especially the supernatural variety, that they're not... It's not just Nemesis, just like controlling them because I think it's more complex than that, but like more like giving, for example, giving them the ability to lie for the Fae and twisting right. them and making... And, but it's not so much as just Nemesis is in there. Here we go. And he's controlling them. I think Cat Sith, for example, was not acting, was was like turned, you can say. And then when Harry kept calling it out, then Nemesis like was like, okay, fine, I'm in here. Like, right. he, he can, like he's not controlling everybody at once. They're like on autopilot, and maybe he can like go in and be like, ha-ha. Something like that. That's my thoughts anyway. Yeah, with, I mean, with Denton and everybody else, it's like giving them a drug, you know, or giving them power with, you know, an extra bit of taint than is necessary, right? And that's that's how the the hex and belts were the whole time, right? Like, even Mm -hmm. when Harry uses it, he feels that. He feels the need to kill. He feels the need to fuck. He feels the need to stay there. Uh, and he gets out of it because he's Harry Dresden, he's a wizard, blah, 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 whatever. Um, you know, so yeah, I, 
with some of those, I I would say I'm like I'm not going to rule them out without evidence. I'm just saying with the Hexen belts, I think that was more of an influence than a direct control. You know, like maybe Nemesis or or an agent of Nemesis gave them the belts. I'm not going to say Nemesis had control of Denton, right? I don't like, think I Nemesis think, controlled Denton. That was more of a, yeah. uh, I guess, playing and like doing his machinations. I got them the belt, but it was all Denton. Right. And honestly, like, you know, the the open question there is Cowell, right? Like, did Cowell give Denton the belts? Is Cowell taken by Nemesis or is Cowell a willing agent? Because he definitely seems a willing agent, you know, to mm-hmm. me. Um, you know, he's he's a little bit more too put together unless he's Nemesis. Nemesis probably wouldn't, if Nemesis was controlling Cowell, wouldn't be controlling it as questioning his own sanity right yeah that's right. like he's actually right. not all that put together but he shows that uh, kind of normal mortal weakness of like if i was mad would i know it right if right. he was infected he would know it would be probably think he would be more certain of himself whether or not he was correct sure but yeah i mean if cal and Kamori are the ones who say stole the food dog puppies and mouse's brother therefore uh it's more than likely that they were also in doing other things to start the first couple of books. We already know that they were at um, Bianca's party in Grave Peril and kind of made that happen. Right. Yeah. Big questions. I'd like to know yep. when we see them again. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I know. It, I mean, because up to a certain point, it's pretty easy to see them pacing Harry's story, at, at least, right? Like, we get another couple of books and then backfill some of the story, even if we don't see them directly. Um, you know, so yeah, it, it'll be cool. I, I would like to finally get resolution for that, but maybe, maybe we have to go all the way to the end of the, of the line to figure that out, you know? So you foolish fool. I was just in all along. Yeah, that's a conspiracy theory that's never going to go away. Not until not until the end. Not until <laughs> yeah. it's confirmed that Cowell is Simon Petrovich. Right, right. I that yeah. Right likely. now, that one's that one's convinced me the most. So yeah, I I can't not think that that one is true. Right. It's also going to be Cowell that kill if if it's Simon that's going to kill Epinesa. Right. That's what's Ooh, happening. I like it. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And we just got to figure out who Kamori is. Yeah, that's the $10 million question. That's the one I don't really have a theory on. I don't think it's Elaine. No. I, well, I like, uh, it was Priscilla did the, the fan fiction about it, right? So, or, uh, or was that just a theory that came out of that? You know, was so she, did, she did fan Morgan's fiction of, that had girlfriend. something to do with Morgan having a girlfriend. And it's like, I think it'd be great if she was Morgan's girlfriend and therefore it would have been very hard on Morgan to re- know that it was her evil ass. But right. now that Morgan's dead, he'd get like a little bit less of the pain. So I don't know. Right, right. Okay, so. Right, pluck. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. We are brogenjars.xyz. That's the website you can go to. We have a Patreon that you can give us money on. Join uh, us on Discord. You can come on Discord and talk to us uh, if you give us money. We'll do um, things. It's mostly Star Wars memes. 
there's a lot of, this what been talking about division yeah. Eh, yeah there's a couple things here and there but like, there's a constant thread of star wars memes obligatory you know just yeah. i don't believe we have any other currently active shows but we have a backlog of shows that you could listen to you, if you want you, there's the one that we did last week and there's one we're going to do next well week. that's that's kind of under the dresden like most people probably are already watching dresden one day i don't think anyone's watching while we weren't recording and don't watch the dresden podcast I don't know. but yeah every other week it's dresden and every other week it's uh while we weren't recording where we talk about whatever we want are we doing fan theories next week sure or okay I don't know. Uh, you asked for headcanon stuff. Fan canon, yeah. Headcanon, fan canon, you know, whatever. I, I've actually got a couple of tabs open still I still need to add, you know. So since but, the director's not always up on pop culture, so. No. But. And when you put like, okay, here's the subject of fan theories of all fiction ever. It's like I can talk about the ones that I know, but I'm, they're not going to be yeah. the same ones that you know, and therefore. So we bring does. different things to the table. Be oh, prepared right. to other than Dresden, I don't follow fan theories much, to be honest. I'm I'm a member of several subreddits and you know, you see these on occasion. So there's also like ask Reddit posts like every, every month or six months where it's like, what's the greatest fan theory you've ever seen? So, you know, they remind me of some of these. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the kind of topic you can look forward to next week. <laughs>